Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment, and within minutes you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail's ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Now Stamps.com has a new rate advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There is no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Thank God. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 198, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your week going? How the hell was your weekend? Uh, coming out a little late tonight, you know, I had a busy, busy weekend uh, last weekend, but we're still drinking tonight. I'm watching a little bit of this Mavericks game going on right now against the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. Is it Pelicans? Is that how you say it? Uh Winning 85 to 69 right now. Uh, I'm loving it, dude. You, you got to love the Mavericks. Um, after Luka Doncic, man, uh, the other night hitting that three at the buzzer. I mean, uh, I'm pumped up for basketball this season. Uh, I've watched, I don't know, a handful of games of the Mavericks. Um, I normally, you know, it takes me until playoffs to finally start getting into it. And uh, I, I'm, I'm deep in already. Um, hockey, football, basketball I'm, I'm just doing it all you know uh if curling's on tv i'm probably gonna watch it uh but i'm drinking tonight by the way uh, i did my seltzer with my vodka my little squeeze of mio and then uh over ice so that's what i'm having tonight so if you got them drink them bottoms up cheers everybody and i'm actually coming to you from my new makeshift studio here uh, in my apartment, and uh, it's it's kind of shitty. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's kind of shitty. Like, all this shit's falling down. I will give you advice. If you're ever trying to soundproof a room, don't go with the cheap shit. You know, that's what I got hanging up, you know, on the walls or whatever. All this cheap shit. I had to move it out of my office. I, I have a little office in my apartment. I had to move it out of there because it just sounds like I'm in a train station every time I try to record. So now, I've come up with like a pop-up podcasting tent in a way. Um, and it sucks, man. This thing's fallen over like three times. I'm never buying this cheap foam again. Uh, it just, you know, I'm not a craftsman. Okay. (laughs) I just kind of used to what I had around that laying around the house. I mean, it's working for now. You know, if you hear, if you hear a thud on the podcast, you know, something happened to me. You should probably call the police for me or the ambulance. Have someone come pick me up. Uh, anyways, we are celebrating tonight. Uh, I have hit 10,000 downloads since being on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that. So I'm, I'm everywhere, people. Uh, I'm everywhere now. I'm on iTunes. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Spotify. I'm on all the big platforms, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, thank you for all the support over the years, all the downloads, uh, emails. If you contributed, you know, if you tweeted at me on Twitter, I appreciate it. Uh, 
it's been a great four years, man. And and here, uh, cheers to four more. So as I like to do when I hit these milestones, uh, I'm going to do all-time downloads. I'm going to go by country, then by state, uh, and then we'll break it down further from there. Uh, I think it's kind of cool just to look around the world and see, you know, uh, what is this, Ukraine? I just got one download from U Ukraine yesterday. That's interesting. Uh, so here we go. Uh, United States number one, you know, my home country. Podcasts are huge in, in the United States, even for a nobody like me, you know. I always try to encourage people when they're starting, you know, if they want to start a podcast or they're thinking about it. Uh, my encouraging words to anybody who's thinking about doing this silly thing I do every week uh, is that some somebody out there, you would be surprised. Look at that. Ukraine, right there. You would be surprised at who wants to listen to your voice and listen to you talk about dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's honestly amazing. It blows me away every time I look at the these stats. Uh, so we got United States, first place. We got India, second place. Canada, third place. Ireland, and then United Kingdom. Uh, thank you guys so much for downloading, sharing, all that good shit. Cheers. So we're going to go by state in the U.S. of A., the good old U.S. of A., uh, we're going to go Texas. That's my home state. That makes a lot of sense. You know, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of family, cousins, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so that's probably where I get majority of those downloads from. Second place is California. I got to say, man, I'm not going to give you shit, but you California listeners uh, really dropped off. There was a good while there in like my first two years where California just held the torch uh, for downloads on this podcast. Uh, so we got te uh, Texas, California, Virginia, Ohio, and Michigan. Uh, so cheers to everybody who's ever downloaded. I appreciate it. Now we're going to go to Canada. We're going to split it up even further. We got Ontario, Alberta, British Columbia, Nova Scotia, and Unknown. Uh, I don't know. What, is, what does it mean if I click on unknown? It has a little information button. Unable to identify the geographic location of this download. Uh, okay, well, I'll take unknown. We'll take that. And Australia, my favorite. Oh, my God. Would you look at that, dude? I actually have Australian listeners. Can you believe that? Uh, much like the Californians, uh, they started off hot downloading drink until you podcast every episode and and then they fell off you know i still get a lot of california downloads but it, dude I, I really thought australian people just hated me <laughs> is that a weird complex to have it's just australian people you know i flip on bluey and i start twitching i don't know what's going on uh so we got uh did i did i name off australia new south wales Western Australia, Northern Territory, South Australia. I'm taking up all of Australia. There's really only one little territory that I haven't um, that I haven't really got into yet. Let's look at my U.S. map. I've always wanted to do this. This is like the OCD coming out in me. Um, in the U.S., I want to cover every state. Okay, so I don't have anybody from Alaska. Where's Hawaii on this map? Uh, I don't have anybody from Alaska. I don't have anybody from Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, or South Dakota. So if you know... Oh, I'm sorry. There's a couple more here. Maine. 
and New Hampshire. So if you know anybody in those five or six places, uh, you know, be a good pal and, and send this podcast to them. Uh, cheers to everybody that's downloaded in, in Canada and Australia. I don't know if I took a drink for Canada. Let's just take two just in case. Be on the safe side. I'll tell you guys a little bit about my uh, my work week so far. This is pretty much what I'm going to do. Uh, the rest of the winter is hang up Christmas lights until Christmas. And that doesn't sound so bad, but when uh, you go to these rich neighborhoods, dude, I was sitting on a rooftop, you know, just putting lights on these people's gutter. And I'm like three stories up, man. And I'm, I know you're not supposed to look down. It's so cliche, you know, to say not, don't look down. And I just couldn't help myself. I had to look over the ledge and there was one part of the house that was, it was the last thing I had to do. I did all the other light bulbs on the house. It looked great. You know, they were all pretty uniform. You know, you got to stick them in the clips the right way, blah, blah, blah. And there's this one section of the house that hung over the driveway, you know, and, and I couldn't do, it was just too scary for me. I had to get someone else to do it. I'm not necessarily afraid of heights, but dude, I, I, I had about, I'm not even joking, six pan little like mini panic attacks today. Uh, just, uh, just for that one spot, everything else was fine. I was fine with everything else. I climbed up on the roof. I was putting lights in. It was just this one spot. It hung over a little bit of the first floor of the house. So I'm like, all right, if I, you know, trip on a shoelace or something, I'll at least land on the first floor of the house, you know. Uh, and then, you know, I you just have to keep going down the line on this gutter. And, and eventually there's no more house and it's just all driveway. And I'm like, dude, I am three stories up. And I was thinking about it, too, while I'm having my little mini panic attacks. I'm thinking about it, too. I'm like, dude, if I fell from the first story, I could probably use that momentum. You know, I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt, but I could probably use that momentum to, like, flip forward, maybe roll forward. Yeah, but you get to a certain height, like up on the third story, and it's just like, dude, it's nothing but down. I think that's what it is. You know, you're if, if you fell from an airplane, your, your body can only, uh, go so fast toward the earth. I mean, it's going really fast, but there's, you know, it maxes out, you know, there's only so fast you can go, but three stories up, man. I think, I think you reach that peak and there's no rolling to it. You're just hitting the ground flat. You better hope you don't hit your head. Uh, and I, dude, I just in my head all day long thinking about what am I going to do if I fall? I'm saying things out loud to this guy I'm working with. I'm like, dude, I think if this, if this ladder starts to go, I could probably jump to that ledge. Y you know, it would still fuck me up super. You know, there's all kinds of sheet metal. That's what they use for, you know, the, the gutters on houses and shit. There's all kinds of sheet metal, dude. I might make it to that, that ridge if that ladder just went out from under me. But dude... I had had just lacerations everywhere from all that sheet metal and nails sitting on the roof that they didn't, you know, hammer down. Dude, it would just fuck you up one way or another. And you'd have to hope that when you hit the, you know, if you, you were smart enough to leap at the last second and jump to that ledge, you'd have to hope you had enough momentum, you know, to land on that ledge and stay up there. Otherwise... It's just like you hit the top half of your body. Now you're flipping down to the ground. You still got the last. Oh, it, it, I imagined every bad scenario today. I could have possibly imagined for this. Um, yeah, it, it was frightening. The way, you know, one part of it was super frightening. So I got to that ledge part. 
you know, at the very end, it was the only thing I hadn't finished in the house. And I'm putting on, I'm, I'm swear to God, dude, my body is so tense and, and my mind is so like anxious that I'm putting one light bulb on. Like I'm, I'm, I'm practically laying down on this roof and I'm, I'm leaning over, you know, I, I got my lower half, like as far over, you know, the, the closest ridge, you know, I got a toe over the closest ridge hanging down with my hands. I'm putting on, you know, this single light bulb, just one at a time. And I put on one and dude, I have to take like a five minute break in between because my body is so tense. It feels like I worked out. You know what I mean? Like I'm gripping so tight that it feels like I worked out. So my body's tight and exhausted mentally. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not exhausted, but I keep, you know, having these little things to where I get close to the ledge and I just start like, oh God, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And uh, the only thing that really got me through, I will say there were about eight lights left on that one ridge that hung over the driveway. I got probably four of them. I probably, I, I'd say I got a half of them and I couldn't do the other four, dude. It was just too much for me. Um, so I had, like I said, I had to call somebody else to, you know, get up there and, and, and do it and finish it off. But, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of heights. I'm not, I'm not afraid of heights. I've flown in a plane several times in my life. I've gone on roller coasters. You know, I, I like shit. What's the thing at Six Flags where they strap you in like side by side and they swing you through the fucking park. What's that thing? I got on that thing before. Uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's frightening, but you know what I will say the way they cradle you like your stomach is in that thing at Six Flags like it, it, it covers your stomach and it's really only your head and your arms and your, your legs hanging off. So you feel kind of secure, you know, like it's it, this isn't so bad. I guess if it broke off from the tether, you'd be fucked either way. But, you know, <laughs> you start off over by the. You know, Mr. Freeze and you end up in Toontown or something, you know, the fucking throws you so far. Um, I would look up how many deaths have been at Six Flags, but I honestly don't want to know. I bet it's a terrible number. Even just at the one here in Arlington, in Texas, where I'm from. I bet the deaths hole in that place is so far. How did I get here? What am I even talking about now? I mean, I guess it, it you know, it all makes sense. It's with the heights. This is where my brain's taking it. Let's take another drink. So anyways, uh, you know, the only way I got through those little panic attacks is, um, you know, I, I, I talked a couple of weeks ago about how I'm just like breathing. I'm trying to breathe more. I'm watching video. I mean, it sounds stupid, but I'm watching videos to like learn how to breathe better. And there are actually different techniques, you know, to breathe faster in your nose, out your mouth, you know, super fast, as fast as you possibly can. That's a, you know, a breathing exercise you would use for, I don't know, maybe right before you play a sport or something. You know, a deeper breathing, a slower breathing, that's to calm, that's to relax, you know, wind down for the day, you know, let your body relax, let your mind relax. So that's the only way I got through it. And I was lucky, honestly, that I did the research I did, you know, uh, probably about a month ago about this breathing techniques. I honestly don't know how I would have made it through um, up there on that roof like that. And then you know what happens after you finish that? You're like, hey, I can't finish these four. You know, sorry to be a bitch, but can you finish them? 
And, you know, the other guy's like, yeah, no problem. And this, this fucking guy, this guy's a fucking rock climber I'm working with. He ain't scared of shit, bro. He ain't wearing tethers. He's running up the ladder, running down the ladder. It's, it's insane. It's stupid. Um, and I'm not calling him stupid. I'm saying it's stupid how good he is at it. It's ridiculous. Uh, 98-86 Mavericks right now, fourth quarter. Is it already the fourth quarter? What happened to my night? Jeez. Uh, so yeah, uh, and, and once you're done with that house, guess what you got to do? You got to load up and you got to go to the next house. You got to do it all over again. Actually, the next house wasn't so bad. It was only two stories. Um, but dude, that wind blowing, being up on that ladder, you'd be surprised how much that wears you out. Just from having to use your like, you know, your core strength to, to stand up straight and not to let the wind blow you over. Use your arms to grab onto the ladder and your legs to climb up the ladder. And it's actually really, you would think just being on a ladder all day, it's like, that sounds fucking easy. It's, it's really not, you know, um, third year doing Christmas lights and I'm realizing it's, it's just a pain in the ass to be on that ladder. Let's take another drink, everybody. Cheers. All right, let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, my, my Dallas Cowboys losing to the Denver Broncos. Dude, we scored our only points of the game in like the last four minutes of the game. It, you know, it, it was a lot uglier uh, than the score let on. It was so ugly, dude. And I got to hand it to you. I'm not one for praising other NFL teams. You guys know this. I'm a, I'm a Dallas Cowboy uh, through and through till the end of time, but I got to praise the Broncos for coming out and just fucking punching us in the mouth, dude. Uh, they, they Great defense. We could not get anything. Zeke couldn't get started. Dak couldn't get started. Uh, huge drop by Amari Cooper, uh, which doesn't happen very often. It was just at a really crucial time in the game. Uh, so I got to say, man, Denver Broncos... Uh, you know, I think they're the number one defense, and, and they fucking proved it. That was the question with, with Dallas coming in. Uh, can they stop this high-powered team? You know, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not naive. I knew we weren't going to play that way the rest of the season. It was nice, you know, to start off the season that way. That's great. We got a good head start, especially with how the Giants are playing. And, you know, Washington and, and the Eagles. But, uh... You know, great game plan. I, I will give all the credit to Denver. Uh, great game plan. After that win last week, we're feeling unstoppable. We beat the Vikings with our backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. And, you know, you're feeling pretty damn good coming into this weekend. It's just, you know, Denver was ready, bro. Denver was ready. They did their homework. They studied us. They did everything they needed to do. They killed it on defense. And, you know... They, you know, put a little little mark on our record there. So, uh, congratulations to to Denver. Jesus, man, um, that was a hell of a game. I was just up. I wasn't even upset. I was just impressed how well Denver was just keeping us off the fucking board. We couldn't even get a field goal, dude. Couldn't even get a field goal. I think it went through three quarters of the game, and they shut us out three quarters of the game. It's it's insane, man. Uh, it's insane they play. So we're going to do a little uh, around the NFL because I have not caught up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who won, who lost. 
Uh, so let's figure that out right now if this thing's going to work for me. All right, who do we got here? More games. Yes, I want all the games. So that was week nine. So let's start at the top here. We got the uh, Colts over the Jets Monday night football. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday night football. Uh, I don't know anyone who watched that game. Uh, Giants over the Oakland Raiders. There. Uh, damn it, Raiders. I needed you to do something good. You, they were winning that game. What the fuck happened? Uh, Falcons over the Saints. Oh, look at you. Atlanta, hot Atlanta. You win one you know, MLB championship, you think you can beat the Saints all of a sudden. Who just beat uh, the TBTBs. That's the Tom Brady Tampa Bays. I don't know. That's a dumb name. Oh, dude, listen to this barn burner. Nine to six Jaguars over the Bills. I thought the Bills were supposed to be good. I think they are still good. Let's look at their record real quick. Five and three. So that would have put them at six and two. That made them five and three. They lost to the one, at the time, one in five Jags. What the fuck? You know, and, and, and that's the exciting thing about sports, honestly. That's what keeps me coming back week after week, year after year, sport after sport, is um, the drama. It's all just drama. You never know. It could be anybody's day. The little guy can beat up on the big guy any day of the week. Uh, who we got next? Look at the Browns and the Bengals shooting it out. 41-16, to 16, at least the Browns anyway. Uh, who is that, Baker Mayfield up there? Uh, you got the Patriots over the Panthers. I think the Patriots have won last, the last two. Uh, after that, that loss to the Cowboys, uh, which was nice. That did feel good. Dude, you, I can't tell you how long I've wanted to beat the Patriots. And I always had this, like, conspiracy theory. <coughs> Excuse me. I always had this conspiracy theory about how in a certain year, you know, the powers that be in the NFL are going to let uh, the Patriots. So, yeah, America's team versus the Patriots. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I think that would have been a great matchup, but it never happened. Uh, Broncos over the Cowboys, 30-16. to 16. Like I said, that one was a lot more ugly than the final score lets you know. Uh, Vikings lose again, 31-34 to 34 to the Ravens. Uh, that's two losses in a row. God, you got to feel like shit if you're a Vikings fan. Uh, Dolphins over the Texans, 17-9. I don't think the Texans are worth a shit this year. I feel like they've been pretty decent in years past. Uh, this year, not so much. Um, Chargers over the Eagles, 27 to 24. Thank you, Chargers. Packers lose to the Chiefs, 13 to 7. That's a low scoring game for the two. Oh, dude. Oh, you guys know how much I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and, and that era of my life, you know, you know, the Des catch, you know, that cocky son of a bitch, Aaron Rodgers, you know, old chin strap. That's what I call him. The reason I call him chin strap, and it's kind of funny with the meme that just came out. The reason I call him chin strap was that year when Des caught it and we we're playing Green Bay in the playoffs. This Aaron Rodgers is such a cocky asshole. He wasn't even, uh, you know, putting on his chin strap. It was just dangling there and he's sitting there waiting for the ball. Hut, hut. And he calls for the ball and, you know, take, he's not even wearing his chin strap. How much disrespect were we taking back then? I mean, we took all the disrespect. He did the chin strap thing and then they called it a no catch. You know, I guess they're defining the laws of physics now. That doesn't make any sense, Chris. A catch is a catch, right? That's all I'm saying. Um, but, dude, the, the meme that just came out of Aaron Rodgers when he got rocked, 
that guy took liberties with him. You know, it's like he already threw the ball. He knew he was going to get in trouble, but he just fucking wrecked him. I've been waiting for someone to do that to Aaron Rodgers for the longest time. And it felt great. And I'm satisfied now. That meme with his chin strap over his nose, old chin strap, dude, that made, I, I don't hate him anymore. That's all it took. That's all it took. And I'm like, you know what? He's not such a bad guy. And he doesn't give a shit about COVID. Not saying I don't either. I'm just saying. He's just like, fuck it. I, I liked what he said the other day about the right and the left. You know, not not taking it too political. I hate when sports and, uh, you know, politics meet up. I hate that shit. But I will say in Aaron Rodgers' defense, he did say something pretty fucking wise. And it's really the same way I felt for so many years now. You know, it's like I have to vote between this person and this person. That sucks. That's all I got? What about the other guy that I liked? Oh, he didn't make it in because he wasn't popular enough. What the fuck is that? You know, uh, but Aaron Rodgers is like, I, the, the right is going to praise me and the left is going to try to cancel me, so fuck them both or something like that. That's not an exact quote, but I love that mentality. And, you know, since he got rocked, he got humbled a little bit. He's got that stupid meme. With <laughs> Dude, that's a picture of the week. That's a picture of the week. Aaron Rodgers with that chin strap over his nose with that stupid fucking look on his face. Oh, God. Oh, dude, dude, that just made my year, man. That made my fucking year. I hate Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? Since he took a hit, you know, a good hit, you know, he's he's opinionated. He hates the right and the left. I, I fall right there with that guy. I'm starting to like him. I'm starting to like these State Farm commercials now, you know? Uh, anyways, so who do we got next? Cardinals over the 49ers, 31-17. Titans over the Rams, 28-16. And right now, ooh, excuse me, is the Bears versus the Steelers. It's the fourth quarter, 23-13. to uh, Nobody gives a shit. What are the Steelers at? They're not good this year, are they? They still got Big Ben back there? How long is that guy going to fucking play? All right, 4-3 and three Steelers, 3-5 and five Bears. Uh, good luck to both of them. I hope they both lose. Uh, let's take another drink. So I've, I've made up my mind this year. Uh, I'm not participating in this daylight savings time. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just, you know, I'm leaving my clock the same. You can't, you, you can't do it on the phone, but like on my wristwatch, I'm keeping my clock the same and I'm just going to be early as fuck everywhere I go from now on. Like I'm done with the bullshit. It sucks. Uh, what were they saying? I was reading an article about it, how it's like a big conspiracy uh, that we changed the time. Let's see. Yeah, here's the article. Daylight Savings Time Conspiracy. If my phone will load, I'll tell you who it's from. Um, I was kind of interested in this. I only read half the article, but I'm like, I, I've never heard of this before. You know, so they tell you it's for, it's for farmers, you know, to, to give them more daylight. You know, during during growing seasons. That's what you've always been told since you were little. Uh, so that made sense to me, you know. Oh, this is the Atlantic.com. Daylight savings time is America's greatest shame. So I read a little bit of this article. I want to get down to the point. Why is it America's greatest shame? Um, it says, technically speaking, this sleep cycle wrecking practice of setting our clocks back occurs... So we can return to standard time after our flirty summer with DST. I don't know what that standard time. What's D stand for? 
uh, Dick. And the unsettling shift back to these hours and the hour we gain is the back end of the time bargain we pay for setting our clocks forward in March to maximize daylight, a phrase probably better suited to organisms to, that rely on photosynthesis during the spring and summer hours. Why we try to max in quotes, maximize daylight like we're plants is actually an archaic practice, first thought thought up in the late 1700s and often attributed to Benjamin Franklin. As some elementary school teachers may have explained to you, this was a practice to accommodate agricultural workers and farmers. Uh, It says wrong, and we'll get into this in a minute, or to lower the nation's electricity usage. Um, A lot of that is prime BS. There is actually no benefit or rhyme or reason for why we have to endure this weekend's time shift, and no reason we should even be playing with the idea of losing and gaining hours. Here's why. I've always thought this, dude. I've always thought the why. Why? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The sun still rises and sets the same way. We're putting the timers, we're putting the numbers to it. Why are we doing that? Why even confuse it? Um, I, you know, I actually did hear this thing about, you know, this guy, I was kidding a second ago about talking about, I'm just going to be early everywhere, but that was this guy's strategy. He was like an entrepreneur and he's like, I've just, I'm horrible with being late everywhere. So I made a decision at daylight savings time. I'm just going to keep my clock the same for, you know, the rest of my life. So now when it shifted forward, you know, he obviously lost an hour. So if it was 10 on his clock, it shifted to 11, but that would make him early. You know, he's an hour early for everything at that point. I thought that was brilliant. I might try it out. I, I know I'll give in eventually. With the cell phones, it's like you can't control that. It, it's just in your head. So I'll be looking at my my phone that says 10 o'clock, and I'll be looking at my watch that says 9, and I'll know which one's the, the truth of what everybody's going for. Uh, a large push for DST has always been the idea that this time warp saved money and helped conserve energy in the 1970s. The energy crisis helped further this notion along. Oh, that makes sense. When there was like long ass gas lines at the, all the gas pumps. Uh, this is all myth. The energy savings are tiny. First off, did you notice any change in your energy bills between 2006 and 2008? No, I didn't. Thanks Obama. I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually really liked Obama. Maybe not everything he did, but I know that recalling electricity bill is asking a lot, but the reason I ask is that we actually extended DST by a month in 2007. The thought that a month of DST would bring more savings, that was wrong. Uh, The great energy-sucking state of California. Oh boy, California, you're at it again. Hey, California, you need to use some of your energy-sucking powers to download my podcast, drink it till you podcast. Uh... Uh, that's wrong. Great energy sucking state of California actually studied the impact of what extension uh, of that extension and found it wanting. Formerly weather and lighting corrected savings from DST were estimated at 0.18%. The California Energy Commission reported. Uh, DST is bad for your health. SAD, a.k.a. seasonal effect disorder. Seasonal effect disorder. Oh, wow. I never thought about this. Uh, seasonal effect disorder is when people get bummed out when the seasons shift. Sunlight plays a role into that, and you'd think that DST would be something everyone would be looking forward to wrong. In order to get more daylight during the day, DST short changes the early morning sun hours. That's true, dude. 
I'm waking up now, it's already sun sunlight outside. You're, you're shorting me on my hours of the sun. We still need vitamin D, don't we? Uh, those hours are important for those affected by SAD, and it's also important for you for your sleep patterns. Uh, time shifts are bad for your productivity. DST is not financially responsible. You can re you can go on and on about this whole article. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. I never really knew why. You know, we changed the times. It's like, okay, even if I'm a farmer, don't I still have the same amount of daylight, whether it's fall or fucking summer? We're putting the numbers to it, right? It doesn't matter. Why are we doing that? I'm going to read more of this article. I, I will have more to tell you guys next time. So that's going to do it for me for the night. Episode number 198, Drink It To You podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Uh, if you want to email me, you can you tell me how dumb I am about the weather. I'm sorry about the DST daylight savings time. Uh, is it meteorologist who came up with that? That seems like something they would do. You know, the only job you can do it wrong all the time consistently. And they're like, good job. Good job. You did great. You told us what you thought was going to happen and you were wrong, but you did what you were supposed to. Um, but yeah, this is uh, theatlantic.com. Daylight savings time is America's greatest shame. You can look it up if you want to. I'm going to read the rest of this article. I'm going to watch the rest of this Mavs game. Oh, no, it's over. 108 to 92. All right, we beat up on the Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. So anyways, let's drink this until the last drop, and we'll call it a night. Thank you guys for listening. Cheers, everybody. All right. Time to sh uh, tear sh uh, the studio down my little makeshift studio here so it's all over i'll talk to you guys uh sunday this week hopefully i can make it on sunday i have to i really got to get back on the sunday so thank you guys for listening i'll talk to you soon don't drink a drive get an uber get a lift bye